Sacred Woman by Queen Afua. Part 3, The Nine Gateways of Initiation. Chapter 12, Gateway 7, Sacred Relationships. Beginning on page 313. 14 Steps for Purging the Bitch and Returning to the Lotus Clan of Sacred Womanhood. These 14 steps will help you break the bitch cycle to free yourself and to prevent the ways of the bitch from being passed down to your daughters. Follow these 14 steps closely for at least one season, but it's best to adhere to them through a four through four full seasons to purge yourself of the bitch. If you have a tendency to be dominating, harsh, judgmental, and sharp-tongued with much attitude, acting as an occasional or a full-blown, full-time bitch, this anti-bitch lifestyle regimen will help you make a turn for the better and transform yourself into a lotus of Nefer Altum. 1. Confess out loud or to another sister, brother, or just yourself that you have been behaving like a bitch and that you are willing to release the bitch in you. 2. Fast on green vegetable juice, fresh fruit juices, water, herbal blood purifiers, and herbal extract comolatives such as valerian root, kava kava root, hops or passiflora during your menaces and around the time of every full moon. Take 10 to 20 drops in a small glass of water. It is at these times in particular that the bitch can act up the most and cause absolute havoc. 3. To maintain bitch blood you have to eat a great deal of meat. The blood and flesh of animal feeds the bitch. Other foods that strengthen bitch possession are sugar, fast foods, junk foods, and fried foods. For a healing change, take on a natural vegetarian lifestyle. As a protein source, consume beans, peas, soya meats, and raw soaked nuts and seeds. Limit your starch intake to a small amount of whole grains. Consume large amounts of fresh raw or lightly steamed vegetables be sure to drink 12 to 16 ounces of green vegetable juice daily which will help you maintain a state of balance and harmony four drink a tonic daily of two cloves of mashed garlic with the juice of one lemon and eight to 12 ounces of water also drink at least a quart of purified water daily five please stop wearing all black gray, dark blue, and especially red until you are well. Wear white and pastel colors to lighten up your spirit and to help you open to your higher spiritual gateways, chakras, or aritu. Six, clean up your karma. Make a list of all those to whom you've been bitchy. And as you cleanse, write them or call them in person, one by one. Reach out and ask for forgiveness. Offer them a supportive act to balance out your wrongdoing and or help someone else who is in need. 7. Say thank you. 
more often for any large or any small good deed done on your behalf. Eight, practice smiling from your heart regularly as you send out healings from your heart center. Nine, over seven consecutive days, take seven baths with two pounds of sea salt each time to draw the demon out. Take a white candle into your hydrotherapy chamber and meditate on its flame to clear your spiritual body. Or use a green candle to hear your heart center from the pain and conditions that created the bitch qualities. 10. Practice the Ma'at Feather Meditation on page 315 for forgiveness and to lighten up your heart. 11. Cleanse your colon of old toxic waste with three enemas over a week a week over a 12 week period 12 travel through and begin to incorporate the wisdom of the various gateways of the sacred woman into your life 13 go on a talk fast for one to eight hours a day anoint yourself with frankincense and myrrh or eucalyptus oil before you begin your talk fast each day. Also, before you begin, place the ma'at feather by your lips so that your words and attitude will lighten up. This way, you will begin to train your mouth to speak from a place of ma'at. 14. Accept and affirm your sacred calling, which will return you to your original state and allow your higher self to emerge and rescue you from the bitch state. Allow the beautiful lotus in you to open the blossom in the sun. We women folk can overcome the bitch attitude, break the bitch cycle, and come out of our possession as we make a conscious effort to put down the bitch sword and pick up the ma'at feather of truth and right, balance and purity. As we embrace our ancient African spiritual aspects of divinity, which meet us at every gateway of sacred woman, we will progressively rise out of the bitch state. The creatress didn't make any of her daughters to be bitches. We are born out of the likeness and image of our, of our creatress into a divine being, a beautiful reflection of spirit. If you have been attacked by a woman possessed by the bitch, if you are a lotus, chamomile, or aloe woman and you have been attacked by a woman possessed by the bitch, then you too must raise your vibration by following the 14 steps as well so that you will attract higher relationships from your sisters. Keep in mind that the bitch may even be the reflection of yourself, of your weakness, or maybe she's been sent to bring you, bring out your assertiveness, your strength. Even a woman acting like a bitch can teach you some valuable lessons. If you are a lotus woman who has been attacked by the bitch, don't run, have no fear, turn on the flashlight and let her know that you know what she's doing and present her with the alternative of walking into righteousness so that both of you can be winners. Create a sister to sister support group or a womb healing circle. Purify the fast together. In reality, no one wants to be a bitch the one acting out in her unnatural state is actually suffering from unbearable mental, emotional, and spiritual pain. She's calling out for help. 
won't you give a sister your hand? For as the two seemingly opposed women come together and strive to be sisters, the highest degree of healing can be exchanged. Let's just stop calling ourselves bitches instead. Let's start calling ourselves hurt women, wounded women, women in need of healing. Journal work, sister-to-sister dialogue. I, you're my sister, and I forgive you. One of the best ways to promote sister-to-sister healing is to do a journal dialogue between your sister friend and yourself. You might start by asking if she's willing to speak with you from her highest self. Then write about how you feel about your relationship. Try not to be accusing, shaming, or blaming. Remember, there are no victims here, just relationships in need of purification. Write honestly about how the challenges in your relationship make you feel. Then let her speak and keep going from there. You may be quite surprised about what happens between you and the end of your dialogue. Your relationship with your sister friend may not change as a result of this dialogue because consciously she's unaware of it. The transformation will come through you. The healing will come through your new insights and understanding about your friend and your relationship. Your behavior towards her will change. And in time, because all things change, when we do, your friend's behavior will slowly begin to change towards you for the better. Sister 1. The abused but forgiving and evolved sister. Your words hurt. Why must you be so harsh and judgmental? Sister 2. The sister filled with fear and anger but seeking to cleanse her soul by pleading forgiveness. I was just trying to protect you and keep you from hurting yourself again. I'm sorry. Maybe I could have done it another way, maybe taken a gentler approach. Sister 1. It's alright, I forgive you if you're my sister. Sister 2. I always admire you and put you up on a pedestal, then jealously stepped in and I took a wrong turn. Please won't you forgive me. Sister 1. It's alright, I forgive you if you're my sister. Sister 2. You got all the mama's attention. I just hated you for it. Sister one. But you were the one who was always so together. My sister. I always. I was always so undone. And mama just knew. So it only seemed that she cared more for me than you. Sister two. Forgive me for my bad attitude. For in the truth I always loved you. Through the years, you always watched over me. Sister two, sister, could you help me be a better sister friend and not bring harm to you and me by my words, thoughts, and deeds? Sister one, of course, my sister, I'll always be there for you because mama wouldn't have it any other way. After all, we are all sisters born from the same womb journal work sister to sister dialogue two sister don't fret because you got it too sometimes sisters are envious of one another and that toxic state makes us out of sorts 
But when each of us reflects deeply enough in our own golden treasure chest, we will see that each sister woman has been well endowed with blessing that fits her life path, her destiny. So sisters, don't you fret, because you got it that way too. Vanessa is all depressed about what she thinks she does not have in life to compound things she feels her sister girlfriends. Ruby is blessed to a greater degree than herself. So she writes a dialogue with Ruby in her sacred womb journal to get all those feelings up and out. Vanessa, sister girlfriend, Ruby, you are more beautiful than me. Ruby, according to whose image of beauty? Vanessa, you were educated better than me. Ruby, but Vanessa, you're the one with the street smarts and survival skills. Vanessa, you have more material goods than I. Ruby, but sister, you're the one who truly rich because you're always spirit-filled. Vanessa, you've always had a good man. Ruby, but sister, you're always the one more contented with self. Vanessa, don't concern yourself with the way I've been blessed because if you reflect, you'll see you got it that way too, all in your own way. The Ma'at Feather Meditation Balance in the Heart Ma'at is the cosmic order that permeates all creation. It represents truth, righteousness, balance, order, law, reciprocity, propriety, and sobriety. The ancient Kamites based spirituality, government, relationships, professions, their entire lives on the principles of Ma'at represented by the feather. The heart in the comedic system is seen as the seat of intelligence. It was weighed with the feather of Ma'at on the scale one against the other as shown in the judgment scenes on the walls of many Egyptian temples. The Kamites believe that if your heart became burdened through life's lessons, then the scale would be out of balance, opening the way to illness and plague. But if your heart maintained balance with the feather on the scale, then you would be in harmony with life, for your heart would be equal to the lightness of Netur, the one most high. Then you would be free of disease in the body, mind, and spirit. Our ancestors believed that the heart is the gateway to our higher self. They recommended that we check our hearts daily to be sure that we maintain this high spiritual state of Ma'at consciousness. For it is through Ma'at that we will experience heaven on earth. It is through Ma'at that we will experience that we will that every yoke that oppresses will be broken place in your left hand a clear quartz crystal and visualize the white light in your right hand hold the feather of ma'at now begin if your heart is heavy due to accumulations of life's challenges it will create depression cancer heart attacks strokes premature death or a life full of anxiety stress and pressure to keep the heart center clear and clean and filled with beauty, light, and vitality, neither an individual nor a community may continue to harbor past painful experiences. You must accept that every lesson is a blessing and that every experience you receive has given you deeper insight. In order to keep the heart as light as a feather and in a balanced state, 
we must remain in an active state of meditation so that the spirit may continue to reveal to us the divine plan of all circumstances. A light heart is reflected in one's peaceful state of body, mind, and spirit. Those who are in the state of Ma'at experience contentment, compassion, wisdom, and the constant inner freedom to manifest their life's purpose. Once in this divine state, one tends not to waver, regardless of the mood swings of other people or conditions. A Ma'at person is spiritually empowered with the ancient African spirit of truth, justice, righteousness, and absolute harmony. Sit quietly for a few moments and connect to your heart center. Breathe into the heart center and out again, very slowly, and quietly do this seven times, for seven is the number for the spirit. Every time you inhale, see the image of your heart as light as the feather. With each exhalation, release from the heart center in degrees or all at once emotions of anger, depression, disappointment. With each inhalation, breathe into the heart peace, joy, compassion, balance, and serenity. This Ma'at meditation should become part of you all the days of your life so that you will be disease-free. When the heart center, the Het-Heru center of divine love, is light and in balance, then you can experience Heru, the falcon, the Christ consciousness, the inner freedom that takes flight above the denser spirit of Seth, pain, challenge, disharmony. Ma'at affirmation. I live in Ma'at. Satisfy myself with the righteousness of my heart. On the walls of the pyramids, the heart of the feather were weighed against each other to indicate that the heart must never become heavy. It must always be in balance, be as light as the feather. According to how I live, my heart will be weighed and judged daily. Whatever I carry in my heart will be revealed in my life, so I will guard my heart, my life, with much love and care, and no burdens will weigh upon it. Sacred Relationship Seven-Day Transformative Work The most important relationship on earth is your relationship with self. The extent to which you heal yourself is the extent to which you will be able to heal all your relationships. I'm sure you have already improved. Stay on the road. It gets better. Focus not so much on the outer world as your inner environment is healed. The world around you will improve. Self-communication, love, unity, and compassion for your sacred self aids you in establishing a sacred relationship with all others. This week, enjoy all of your relationships. List all your relationships. Explore the current state of the relationships and what you need to do to bring about divine order in each one. Keep praying about the purifying these relationships to understand the lessons that each relationship has brought into your life. Practice forgiveness of self and others as you do your daily altar work so that you spiritually cleanse your heart and all your conditions. Process old hurts from the unhealed relationships by placing photographs of those who need forgiveness on your altar and chanting. Love holds no grievances. What's past is past. Perform seven-day prayer work for sacred relationships. 
place a photo of your mother and father on your altar in a beautiful frame. Write a love letter to your parents expressing all the gratitude that you have for the relationship that birthed you. Even if right now you don't feel the emotions expressed by the words writing this letter will begin to heal your heart. For once you come to grips with the foundational relationships in your life that of your parents, then all other relationships will prosper and give you hotep. Consciously release old relationship patterns through purification, rites, journal work, prayer work, and affirmations. Don't be erratic and jump into new relationships without ridding yourself of old toxic habits that drew in your previous toxic unions. Within the next seven days, write a thank you letter to all those in your life with whom you are or have been in sacred relationships. Thank each individual for the special, special riches they bring to your life and place these letters on your altar and fuse them with more love and gratitude each day. When you complete this gateway, put these love offerings in the mail. If the person has died or has vanished out of your life, then burn the letter with a little sage to begin to release the vibratory pain of your past. Send love, light, and forgiveness to those you're sending letters to or who are on your relationship list during your morning meditation and prayers. Ask is about nurturing the self yourself first. Self-worth, self-love must be in place within you in order to establish any divine relationship. It's not about your relationship with him or her. It's about your relationship with self. Once you tend to this relationship, then all others will reflect your personal wellness and wholeness as you do your journal work. Ask yourself what it would take to establish a healthy relationship with self. My sacred relationships end of the week commitment. I commit myself to establishing and continuing the wisdom of Ma'at and the power of sacred relationships in all areas of my life. And here ends the reading on page 317.